Innalhamdalillah Nahmeduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ufiru Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa sayyiati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah Wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار فيا عباد الله listen to the statement of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the guidance that he gave, the guidance that he gave to Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhuma on one occasion when he said to him, Ya Ghulam, inni uallimuka kalimat that, oh, young boy, I will teach you some words. Ihfadillaha yahfadka. Ihfadillaha tajidhu tujahak. Guard over the rights of Allah. And Allah will guard over you. Guard over the rights of Allah. And Allah will be before you. Meaning if an individual wants the protection from Allah, an individual wants the guardianship of Allah, then what is required of him is that he guards over the rights of Allah. Guard over the rights of Allah. And Allah will guard over you. The highest of the rights of Allah is the right of Tawheed. That we worship Him alone upon sincerity with ikhlas and with mutaba'ah following the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That is what Allah commanded us with in the Qur'an. 
وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون Allah said that he did not create the jinn or the humans except for them to worship him. In the hadith of Mu'adh ibn Jabal, عنه, the Prophet said, Do you know? What the right of Allah is upon his servants and what the right of the servants is upon Allah. Then the Prophet ﷺ informed him, Haqqullahi ala al-ibad an ya'buduhu wa la yushriku bihi shay'a. The right of Allah upon his servants is that they worship him alone and do not associate any partners with him. That is exactly the message of all of the prophets and messengers. That is the highest right of Allah. In another hadith, in the hadith Qudsi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, Ya ibadi, inni harramtu al-dhulma ala nafsi, waja'altuhu muharraman baynakum, fala tadhalamu. That, O oh my servants, I have made oppression haram upon myself, and I have made it haram amongst you. So do not oppress one another. The scholars, they mentioned that dhulm, this oppression, it is of three types. And the highest type of dhulm, the highest type of oppression is the dhulm that the servants do between themselves and their Lord. Between yourselves and Allah by committing shirk. Inna shirka la dhulmun azim. That indeed shirk is a tremendous wrong and oppression. So the greatest of the rights of Allah that we must guard over and we must preserve. If we want the guardianship of Allah and we want the protection from Allah is to be upon his worship in Tawheed, upon sincerity, just as Allah commanded us in the Quran so often. Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do not associate partners with him. So look at the advice of the Prophet ﷺ. Guard over the rights of Allah, and Allah will guard over you. Guard over the rights of Allah, and you will find Allah before you. Guarding over the rights of Allah means that we must preserve the obligations of our religion, 
at the head of them as we mentioned Tawheed and then after that all of the other aspects of this religion of Islam the second pillar itself being the prayer guarding over the prayer ensuring that we pray five times a day as we have been obligated to do so that is guardianship over your prayer if you do not guard over your prayer then you are not guarding over the rights of Allah then you may not receive the guardianship of Allah the prayer five times a day from the first affair that will be asked about on the day of judgment when a servant is questioned on that day the first thing that you are asked about is your prayer inna awwala ma yus'alu anhu al-abd yawm al-qiyamah as-salah the first thing that a servant will be asked about on the day of judgment is about his prayer so have you guarded over your prayer in the hadith in al-bukhari it mentions that there are angels that guard over us two angels all the time two angels that are with us from Fajr to Asr and then they leave and two others they come to be with us from Asr till Fajr so the ones that leave at Asr when they go up to the heavens Allah asks them and he is already aware how did you leave my servant how did you leave my servant in what state they will say when we went to him at the time of Fajr he was praying Fajr and when we left him at the time of Asr he was praying so we went to him and he was praying and when we left him he was praying and the other angels who go there at the time of Asr to you and leave at the time of Fajr when they leave at the time of Fajr into the heavens and then Allah asks them and he is all aware how did you leave my servant they will say we went to him at the time of Asr and he was praying and we left him at the time of Fajr and he was praying that is the servant who is guarding over the rights of Allah guarding over his prayer the angels they come and they swap at the time of Asr and at the time of Fajr and they say we went to him and he was praying and we left him and he was praying so what therefore of the servants of Allah who are negligent of their prayer and they are not upon their prayer at Fajr and they are not upon their prayer at Asr 
then what will be the response of the angels when they are asked by Allah, what did you leave my servant upon? These are the rights of Allah, Tawheed, As-Salah, and the remaining aspects of the religion, the giving of the zakat, and the fasting of Ramadan, and the performance of Hajj, these are all from the obligations of Islam, the rights of this religion that are upon us to implement. So take note of what the Prophet said to Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah. Guard over the rights of Allah and Allah will guard over you. Allah will be in your aid and in your assistance. But if you do not guard over the rights of Allah and you are negligent and you are a sinner, then where do you expect to have the guardianship and the protection of Allah? Where do you expect to have the aid and the assistance of Allah in your affairs in this world and in the hereafter? Because what does it mean that Allah will guard you if you guard His rights? It means Allah will keep you upon the straight path in this world. Allah will guard you from misguidance. Allah will guard you and protect you from shirk. Allah will guard you and keep you upright and steadfast in this world. And Allah will guard you in your worldly affairs too. And then Allah will guard you in the hereafter that you are directed to paradise. This is the guardianship of Allah that we desire. But if we desire it, then it requires effort. And that effort is that we guard over the rights of Allah. We fulfill the obligations of the religion. That is how we will achieve the guardianship and protection of Allah. Alhamdulillah. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Then in the same hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went on to give further advice and guidance, further information about how we as Muslims need to live and understand and practice our religion. There were various points from amongst them. The Prophet ﷺ said, إِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِمْ بِاللَّهِ وَإِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ If you ask, then ask only of Allah. Make dua to Allah. And if you seek aid and assistance, then seek that aid and assistance from Allah alone. Just as we say in every raka'ah, You alone we worship and you alone we seek aid and assistance from. Then the Prophet ﷺ also mentioned, 
لم يضروك إلا بشيء قد كتبه الله عليك ولو اجتمعوا على أن ينفعوك بشيء لم ينفعوك إلا بشيء قد كتبه الله لك that if all of the ummah got together to do some bad to you they would not be able to unless it was something decreed by Allah and if they all wished to do some good for you they would not be able to unless it was something decreed by Allah in another version it mentions that you need to guard over the rights of Allah in the times of ease in the times of ease when you are in Ar-Rakha then know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at those times of ease do not become negligent when you are happy and relaxed and have all the blessings and forget about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because if you do then you will not find the guardianship of Allah but those who guard over the rights of Allah even in the times of ease then it mentions in the hadith that Allah يَعْرِفْكَ اللَّهِ فِي الشِّدَّةِ Then Allah, He will know you and remember you and aid you and assist you in your times of difficulty. You remember Allah and you remain upon His obedience in times of ease. Then when those times of difficulty come, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be in your aid and in your assistance. This is what is required of the servants of Allah. That's why the Prophet ﷺ mentioned in a hadith that he said, كُلُّ أُمَّةِ يَدْخُلُونَ الْجَنَّةِ All of my ummah will enter paradise. إِلَّا مَنْ أَبَى Except for those who refuse. قَالُوا وَمَنْ يَأْبَى يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ They said, and who will refuse, O Messenger of Allah? قَالَ مَنْ أَطَاعَنِي دَخَلَ الْجَنَّةِ وَمَنْ عَصَانِي فَقَدْ أَبَى Whomsoever obeys me will enter paradise. But whomsoever disobeys, then they are the ones who are refusing. They are refusing to be upon the obedience of Allah. So they are refusing paradise for themselves. They are refusing to guard over the rights of Allah. Then they are refusing the guardianship of Allah for themselves. Refusing that paradise for themselves. And who would possibly want to refuse entry into paradise. Who would possibly want to forfeit entering into paradise? So a person must guard over the rights of Allah. Guard over the rights of Allah in your worship upon Tawheed, in establishing the prayer, in guarding over all of the obligations that are legislated upon you. That is what you will be tested upon in the hereafter. That is what your records and your books will be upon in the hereafter. And that is what will determine the entrance into paradise and those who enter into hellfire. May Allah make us all from those who enter into paradise. 
and save us from the hellfire on that day. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyana Muhammad. Aqimis salam.